BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. for the past three hours, mumbling, I am a lady. I am a woman. Margo, you just don't understand how an author must search for the right word. Search? That was a manhunt. Well, now tell me, do you think she should say, I am a woman, or I am a lady? Well, it depends on what she is. Well, she's both. Why don't you play safe and just call her a female? Oh, now there you go again. Now, how do you think it would sound for her to stand up and say, I am a female? Well... I was only trying to help. No. Say, so hadn't you a date with Commissioner Weston to take him to your rehearsal tonight? Oh, that's so. I did want to rewrite this scene and take along with me, though. Well, then call her a woman and let's go with that. Well, a woman isn't bad. It's very good. Yes. I am a woman. Mm. Say, that is good. I am a woman. Sheer genius. I am... Am a woman. Now, come on. Let's get down to police headquarters. All right, Commissioner Weston. Ready to see the rehearsal? Well, Cranston, as a matter of fact, I'm, uh, well, I don't care much for mystery plays. And as for rehearsal... Uh Oh, grab him quickly, Lamont. He's slipping through our fingers. Uh, No, Commissioner, I want your opinion on the play. After all, I am, as you've told me so often, merely an amateur criminologist. I'd appreciate the judgment of an 
warrant my opinion. Your invaluable opinion, Commissioner. Well, in that case, Miss Lane, since you put it that way... Uh... And the publicity agent thinks it'll be good for the show if you come to see a rehearsal. Oh, so that's it. Eh? So I'm just being used as a publicity guy. But good publicity, Commissioner. Here's your hat, Commissioner. And your coat, Commissioner. Well, I've... Uh, come in. Uh, good evening. Oh, I... I didn't know you had visitors, Chief. Oh, come in anyway, Doc. Come on in. Thank you. Miss Lane and Mr. Cranston, Dr. Kilgore. How do you do? How do you do? We've met before, Doctor. Yes. Doc Kilgore is our medical examiner. He's been with the force for how long is it, Doc? Forty years. Next Thursday, Commissioner. Yes, of course. And by the way, Doc, the men on the force are throwing a little party for you to celebrate your long service. Yes, I I know. And I appreciate your thinking of me, really, but I... You know, I just hate to be reminded that I'm getting old. Well, I, uh... Doc, I've been thinking things over, and I thought that the party would be a good place for you to uh, announce... My retirement? Uh, yes, Doc. Now, I have your pension papers in the drawer of my desk here. I haven't signed it yet because I wanted to talk to you first. Well, uh, hasn't my work been satisfactory, Commissioner? Doc, you're the best medical examiner in the country. But we're thinking of you. You've worked hard all your life. Now you can retire at full salary and enjoy yourself. Oh, why? If I retired, I'd, I'd be dead in six months. Now, Doc, that's no way for you to talk. I'm an old fire horse, Commissioner. I, I wouldn't know what to do with myself if I didn't have my work to do. <laughs> but, of course, if you want me to retire, I'll do it. I wouldn't think of it, Doc. I was only doing it for your sake. Well, then, shall we forget it for the time being? <laughs> You see, I don't want to retire yet, Commissioner. Oh, forget it then, Doc. All right, all right. Now, I, I guess I'd better get along. Oh, uh, what is it you came in to see me about, Doc? Oh, what? Uh, would I... you rather we left the room, Dr. Kilgore? Oh, no, no, indeed not. It, it can wait until morning. Well, we'll miss the first act unless we hurry. Uh, you see, Doctor, Mr. Cranston's play is in rehearsal tonight, and he wants my critical opinion. But if you want to talk to me, I'll be glad oh, to. No, but... no, indeed. What I have to tell you can wait, Commissioner. Oh, well, let's go then. Oh, uh, uh, by the way, Doc, those reports I wanted you to look at are right here on my desk. Yes. Now, you sit right down and go over them. There'll be no one around here to bother you at this time of night. <laughs> All right, Commissioner. We've got exactly 16 minutes to get there. We'll never make it. We will with a police escort, Miss Lane. Police escort? Whoa, did you hear that, Lamont? Yes, Margaret. Goodbye, Doctor. Goodbye, Goodbye. Goodbye Dr. Kilgore. Yes, uh, don't work too hard, Doc. No, I won't. And have a nice time. Thanks, we will. <laughs> I'm going to work the siren. Oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> Now to work. Let me see. Where did he say those reports were? No, they're not here. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Here they are on the desk. Now let me see. Oh, yes, indeed. This is going to be a mighty interesting case. Well, that, that's odd. I thought I heard something. Hey, who's there? Uh, who's there, I said. I I can't see you over there in the dark. Oh, no. No, not you. No, 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 no don't look at me that way. No, no, you... You couldn't. I, I'll call for help. Oh, please. Please, you... You couldn't. What, what have I done to you? Oh, please speak to me. Just... Don't just keep looking at me that way. Well, you, you wouldn't kill me. Well, you couldn't. That's a, it's impossible. I, I'll call for help. And the, and the door is locked. Oh. Oh. <laughs> 
got a mighty nice theater here. A mighty nice theater. I think Lamont's more interested in your opinion of his play, Commissioner. Well, of course. Oh, that. Well, uh, now look, Cranston. Your villain is supposed to be a master criminal. Yes. He makes a foolish blunder, for one thing. Well, then, you don't think a master criminal would leave his fingerprints around? Even by accident? Emphatically, no. Well, I don't see why. Mr. Uh, Wesley, you're being paged, Commissioner. Yes, one Mr. of my Wesley. men from headquarters. Guy, what are you doing here, Giles? Well, Dr. Giles, hello. Chief, I've got bad news for you. Doc Kilgore is dead. Dead? What? Why, we just left him two hours ago in my office. He's been murdered. I know how you feel, Giles. I know how we all feel. Who did it? want to kill him. I wish I knew, Giles. Step on it, Murphy. Yes, sir. Dr. Giles, you were Dr. Kilgore's assistant, weren't you? Well, he was more than just my superior. He was the best friend I ever had. He put me through medical school, got me the job as his assistant. Well, he was so good to everyone. Why? Why should anyone want Come on now. Come on. Pull yourself together. Oh, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Have you had a chance to examine the body? Uh, yes, I have. What did you find? Doc had been stabbed at the base of the skull with a sharp instrument. Yeah. Death resulted almost immediately, Commissioner Weston. Poor old man. At least he never knew what happened. Chief, if it's the last thing I do, I'm going to bring the Doc's murderer to justice. Uh, who did you say was with you when you discovered Doc Kilgore's body, Molly? Uh, no one, sir. What time was it? You've asked me that question at least four times, Mr. Weston. And you've interrupted this investigation at least 50. Oh, Commissioner, you're exaggerating. I haven't said more than a dozen words in the last two hours. Please, Miss Lane. All right, but I just wanted to be helpful. Uh, what time was it when you discovered the body, Molly? About 11 or uh, just before 11. You were off duty at 8 o'clock. What were you doing at the office at that hour? Is this the third degree, Commissioner? No, this is not the third degree. We don't use the third degree. We don't believe in third degree methods. Well, you don't have to shout at me and you needn't leave your office. I'm not leaving my office, but you are. What? Giles, Giles, where's Cranston? He's out here examining the body. He is, as he will ask him to come in here immediately. Speaking about me, Commissioner? Now look, Cranston. I don't mind you and Miss Lane being here, but she's interfering with my investigation. I am not. I was just... Going... All right, Margo. I think it's time you went home anyway. Yeah, it's 2 o'clock in the morning, then. No, I'm not going home. I'll wait outside for you, Lamont. And as for you, Mr. Weston, it wasn't necessary to be so rude. Good night. Rude. Now maybe I can get somewhere. Uh, Dr. Giles, tell Commissioner Weston what we've just discovered. What? Well, it's your idea, Mr. Clanson. You tell him. Well, all right, uh, Commissioner. Do you, uh... Need me any longer? I, uh, I'd like to go home. Go ahead. But I haven't finished questioning you yet. I'll see you tomorrow morning, Molly. Uh, yes, sir. Good night, sir. Well, what is it, Cranston? Commissioner, do you remember Killer Norvelli? Remember him? I certainly ought to. I sent him to the chair in 1931. That's right. He was a tough customer, all right. Murdered about five people with his knives. Commissioner, before he started on his career of crime... He was a knife thrower in Vaudeville, is that right? Yes, that's right. He... Now, what are you driving at? And Dr. Giles tells me he performed the autopsy on him. Right, Giles? Yes, I'll never forget. It was the fall of 1931. My first big assignment after Doc Kilgore got me my job in the department. What's a murderer electrocuted eight years ago got to do with the death of the doctor? I don't know the answer to that, Commissioner. But there's an odd similarity in the murder technique. And as Dr. Giles pointed out, the weapon used on Dr. Kilgore left the same tri-cornered mark as found on Norvelli's victims. Yes, everything is the same. 
Why, if I didn't know Novelli was dead and buried, I'd say he was our man. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute, gentlemen. I can see exactly what you're thinking. Killer Novelli comes back from the dead to kill a man he never had anything against. Oh, no, no, Grant. All right. All right, Commissioner. Now, uh, what about fingerprints? As I told you before, Cranston, a smart criminal doesn't leave his prints around. Oh, but O'Reilly found a clean-cut set of prints right in the center of your desk, Chief. He's down on the files right now, checking up on them. What? On my desk? You say a complete set of prints was found? Four fingers and a thumb, all perfect. No smudges. Perfect? Well, you're very fortunate, Weston. We'll have the murderer within an hour, Cranston. I wish you luck. Uh, Chief, I've got the murderer. Here's the rat who killed Doc Kilgore. Molly? I knew your story sounded funny. I didn't do it. Dr. Kilgore was a friend of mine. You've got to believe it. Shut up. Now, what is all this, O'Reilly? Well, I was developed in the photographs of the fingerprints we found in your office, Chief, when I heard a noise in Doc Kilgore's office. Yes. I rushed in and caught Molly red-handed going through the Doc's papers. And this paper was in his hand when I jumped him. Let's see it. Sure, I was going through his papers. But I didn't kill Doc. I, I can swear it. Why, he was the best friend I ever had. This is getting to be most interesting. What does the paper say, Weston? Uh, it's a note for $850. Made out to Doc Kilgore and signed Charles Moley. Well, that doesn't mean anything. I, 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 can, I, I can explain this. Yes, I'd like to have you explain this, Molly. Well, I, I did owe Doc $850, but I, but I paid him back early this evening. He was busy in the lab and didn't have time to get the IOU for me. After he was dead, I realized how bad things would look for me if the note were found, so I went to his office to get it. Go on, Molly. Well, that's about all there is to tell. He lent me the money to pay off the men I'd been gambling with. I didn't want to lose my job, and I knew I would if you found out that I'd been gambling. You say you paid the money back to Dr. Kilgore? Yes, early this evening, and I swear I did. No money was found on Dr. Kilgore. Now I'll tell you what I think, Molly. You owed Dr. Money, and you couldn't pay him. He threatened to come to tell me about it and about your gambling. You got desperate and killed him to save yourself. I gave him the money, I tell you. I'll get you for this. Molly, 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 I know how you feel, but doesn't anybody believe I didn't do it? Take him away, O'Reilly. All right, Chief, come on. Give him a hand, Giles. All right, Chief. Ah, there you are, Cranston. You're convinced you have Doc Kilgore's murderer? Absolutely, motive and all. I don't think you have, Commissioner. There are too many loose ends. What about the fingerprints in the center of your desk? Why was the knife thrown and... How do you know it was thrown? Just a hunch. You can't convict a man on hunches. I've got proof and a motive. What happened to the money? There never was any. That was part of Molly's phony story. Oh, I see. <laughs> you know, Commissioner, those fingerprints intrigue me. Well, go to work, Sherlock Holmes. Oh, for me, I'm going home and get some much-needed sleep. Come in. I'm sorry to bother you, Chief, but is O'Reilly here? No, he's busy. What did you want? Well, it's about the prints, Chief. The ones we found on your desk. What about them? Well, I've checked him, and I've rechecked him. And they don't make sense. What are you talking about? The fingerprints we found on your desk, Chief, belong to Killer Norvelli. But he's been dead since 1931. Please, Cranston, go away and don't bother me. I'm too busy to spend my time watching Bordeaux acts. After all the excitement last night, I had about two hours sleep. Look at this desk, piled with mail. I'll never get through it all. You're missing something, Commissioner. There's a woman knife thrower on the bill who's simply terrific. I don't care if she is simply terrific. I can't... Knife thrower. A most interesting woman, Commissioner Weston. Madame Maria Novelli. Killer Novelli's widow, you know. Ah, Killer Novelli again. Cranston, if I hear that name again, I'll begin throwing things and it won't be knives. But, Commissioner, don't you think that... Think. Think. I, I'll... 
Go away, Miss Lane, please. Cranston, go write another mystery play or anything you want, but don't bother me. I got the murder of Doc Kilgore, and I got a motive, and that's all I need. I hope so, old man. I sincerely I really hope so for your sake. As for me, I've got a hunch. Come on, Margot. Bye, Commissioner. Goodbye. Margot, the shadow is going to pay Madame Maria Norvelli a visit backstage at the Lyceum Theater. Oh. I can see no one. It is I, the shadow. You cannot see me, but I can see you. And you must answer my questions. Who are you? What do you want here, Maria Novelli's dressing room? Who murdered Doc Kilgore, Madame Novelli? I don't know what you mean. Is it Killer Novelli? Novelli? No. No, it could not be. He is dead. Novelli was your husband? Yes, but he is dead. Dead, I tell you. That is the truth? That is the truth. He was evil. He killed with the knives, the beautiful knives. I teach him the great art to throw the knives, and he uses it to kill. Who else have you taught to throw the knives? Ah, many. But there was one last year I taught him. He was very good. He learned quick. He learned as good as Novelli. I want him to join the act with me, but he... he... Go on. Go on. He say no. He say he got other reasons. Other uses for the knives. Ah, he is evil, too, like Novelli. You aren't lying to me? No, it is true. Everything is true. What is this man's name? This name? Oh, no. That I cannot say. He make me promise not to tell. He say I kill you if you tell. You must tell me his name if I'm to help you. Oh, please. Please do not ask that. Quickly, Madame Novelli, his name. All right. I will tell. His name. His name is... Commissioner Weston. He thought Moley was the guilty party. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy, was a bit upset that the killer should have struck again and Moley safely guarded miles away under lock and key. Still, I can't be too hard on Weston. My record hasn't been too good on this case either. Well, I know maybe Killer Novelli is alive. Maybe he's the man we're after, after all. Oh, oh, I know that mood of yours when I hear it. Come on, Chief. You and I are going out for a nice, brisk walk. Oh, it's getting pretty late, Margo. Besides, I... No, I won't take no for an answer. Now, come on. Uh, my hat and my gloves and... Oh, dear, look at them. Just look at them. Look at what? Oh, your gloves. What's the matter with them? Oh, they're ruined. That's all ruined. I just got them back from the cleaners, and they washed them instead of dry cleaning them. <laughs> now, look. Yeah. They've ripped. Of course they've ripped. All the oil's been washed out of the leather. If they had any sense, they'd Hey, wait a minute, Margo. Oil, leather, preserve. Margot, if the oil was still in the leather, the preserving oil, they'd still be good. Uh, the gloves, I mean. 
a month. Sometimes that's I think... That's it, Margo. Of course that's it. You've just given me the one link I need to solve the case. But how? I don't understand what Remember you... Remember I told you if I knew how the murderer performed his trick, I'd know where to look for him? Yes, but what... Well, Margo, right now the shadow has to make a call on a gentleman in a dissecting laboratory. <laughs> Don't 
Don't you read the papers? The, the papers? I broke the case wide open last night. It was Giles. I knew it all the time. Giles? Yeah. Well, what do you know about that? Giles? Well, well. Do tell us, Commissioner, why did Giles do it? Go out and buy yourself a paper, Cranston. I'm sorry. I've got a luncheon date with the mayor, and I'm late now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Commissioner Weston will actually get to hate you if you tease him too much. <laughs> you notice, Margot, he didn't give the shadow any credit for the solution of the crime whatsoever. <laughs> I broke the case last night, Cranston. I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Lamont, that was a horrible case. How could Giles kill a man who was his best friend? Who helped him through school, got him his job here. How could he? Well, Margot Giles was obviously suffering from a persecution complex. He imagined the world was against him. He thought his friends were his enemies. But his twisted brain was a brilliant one. He was devilishly clever. But he paid for his crimes as all criminals do, eventually. Say, that isn't bad. What? That line. I can use that in my second act. You mean just before the heroine says, I am a woman? Yes. Uh, no, no. Oh, Margot. <laughs> 